Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, y'all. Hey, it's your girl Shay Baby with the Brown Book Series. Today, we have a treat for you guys. Listen, I want to hear it. Hush. I know y'all saying, yeah, I always say that, but it be true. So the same ones y'all be talking about, you always say that. Y'all be like, you right, Shay. You you right about it. Mm -hmm, It was a treat. So right now, uh, she's coming through to bless us, y'all. I'm talking about bless us real good. Award-winning author, Miss Vanessa Riley. Hi, Vanessa. Hello, Shay. How are you doing? Girl, I am good. How are you, Miss Pretty Lady? <laughs> I I was up last night, you know, uh, between uh, Clubhouse and uh, doing research. So those are two things that will just suck your time away. Girl, I thought you was about to say you was up club, and I'm about to say Vanessa now. Listen. No, 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 no. We're in the age of Corona. <laughs> you said no clubbing in Corona. You just... It ain't worth it. It's a service announcement for it is not worth it. It ain't worth it, children. It's not. No. Oh my God. So Vanessa, oh my, you are so wonderful. Let me tell you, I've seen a couple of your interviews. I've always wanted to meet you anyway. Because, you know, uh, Beverly Jenkins is one of my favorites. And I was like, okay, who else, you know, writes historicals, the whole Regency thing, and who else I can talk to? And, of course, everybody's like, girl, yeah, you, you got to read Vanessa, girl, you got to read Vanessa. Yes. Listen okay. to me. She's, she's super smart. She says, read Vanessa, so, you know. She re- yeah. <laughs> so, girl, I got, on, I got my little horn, honey. I started reading Miss Vanessa, like, like maybe, like, two years, three years ago. Two years ago. Hard. For real, for real, really hard last year and the year before, honey. Because, uh, honey, because Miss Bargain, honey, I, we'll talk about it later, honey. I was like, oh, she did that. Thank you. So, Vanessa, tell us a little bit about you. Where do you live right now? I live in Georgia, um, a suburb of Atlanta called Mableton. Oh my God, you live in Mableton. I, of course, I'm from Georgia, true Georgia oh, Beach. Decatur way is greater all day. And we saved the union. I'm just saying. I'm just putting out there. That's just what we do. But you're not from Georgia, though, are you? No, I'm from South Carolina. So one state over, you know, the big city, you know. <laughs> Girl, how did you get to Georgia? How long have you been down here? Um, I've been down here since about 2000. My husband is actually in the military. So he's actually, he was based at uh, first up here in Dobbins. Yeah. And now he's based down in Warner Robins. So okay. came back that way because of, of, of where he had to be located. That is- Spent better part of my youth out in California and in Michigan. So, yeah. She's just getting around, honey. <laughs> so out of all those states that you lived in, which one do you like the best? That is hard uh, because there's different things. I liked California because the weather it's typically mm-hmm. really, really nice. Um, it's just so fun driving down the street. And you see the palm trees and, and, and that kind of thing. Uh, the culture is extremely laid back. So you can drive maybe not so well and people don't 
see, don't wave at you. Don't curse you out. As often, yeah, as often as they do in other places. Mm -hmm. uh, Michigan is different because if you really like that snowy, wintry weather, they have it. Yeah, got Belle Isle, which is you know that's where you you know it, you know you drive your cars and to be seen, and then um, there there's a the island off of, very close to Michigan where um, some of the old movies were shot. There's uh, an island off of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So so Michigan just has all these different things about it. Different. You could drive a little bit, and you're just like almost like in a different part of the world and then Canada's right there so you can right. just go to Canada and Toronto and, and Windsor and it's just a lot of fun so I can't choose <laughs> you did you chose between Michigan and uh, uh, LA everybody else is out you was like man <laughs> you know, I just happen to live here now this is where the hubby at so you know I'm just gonna be here so he chose is what we really saying oh <laughs> well you know we gotta let them be the head sometime you know <laughs> every now and then so i hear though that you like your grandmother is trinidad is from is my, my grand yes my my father is from trinidad and tobago and okay. my grandmother was very much into cooking and sewing so some of like my early dolls she used to make dresses for them and it was just the cutest little things yeah so do you do that now uh, I like to sew, but I haven't had time in a long, long time. But I've, I've made dresses for myself. I've made dresses for my, my daughter. Um, it's it's a fun thing. I, I do like to sew. I do like to sew. I guess, girl, because you know, honey, you're a best-selling author. So I guess, you know, you can get a little sewing in between whenever, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. We went out with dukes and things. But anyway, we'll talk but about that a little bit. Fabrics are extremely important. So I, I feel, you know, I bring that into the book. So You, you really know. do. Big, so yeah you really do so how okay you started in 2013 right 2013 you are 2013. You done, done homework hold it Shada done the homework i'm saying you got went to a research school research college but we don't play no games good, good. <laughs> and plus people that i'm interested in i want to know more about mm -hmm. oh honey and you i was reading your story i was like honey vanessa smart smart she likes smart 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 <laughs> I, I, was, I was loving it. I'm like, yes, I love old smart female, honey. I love it. So, yes. Okay. Back to you. 2013. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what made you want to become a a romance author? Because let me just, hold on, Vanessa, because I am all up in your business, girl, honey. And you all church announces and stuff and <laughs> all until you say sanctified, huh, Holy Ghost feel like, yeah. what? I'm talking about the retreats, all that. I want to talk about the retreat too. I like that. The Christian. Okay, what's about it? Okay. What made you want? What made you okay want to be a writer? First of all, and why did you pick? It's a three-part question. See, hey, start me a talk show. Three parts. <laughs> <laughs> why did you become a writer? Okay. Okay. What made you choose romance? Okay. And why historical? Okay. Okay. Um, so we're going to kind of mix your questions together. So yes. I've always been a writer um, from the earliest days of just, you know, school assignments, writing poems, uh, essays, whatnot. And, and and I won a lot of awards. So there there is early on, there was there was this talent. Uh, wait, but hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me find out that you came into the game already being the award winning. 
Yeah, you know, but you know, I've won a couple governor's awards and stuff like that for poetry and and, and things like that. Uh, but my mama, my my wonderful mama always told me, you gotta make your money first before you go into these other, into the arts. So I was also good at math, math one, and uh, started pursuing engineering. And so it w went all the way through from Penn State to Stanford and got my doctorate in mechanical engineering. But that passion that you're born with never leaves you. Right. And it's not fulfilled writing engineering uh, documents uh, talking about Martin Siddick transformation of laser structure. It that's just not the same thing. Girl, I had to put, uh, I had to put my glasses on to understand that. <laughs> <laughs> so what like when God when there's a passion in you, it just doesn't go away, and you've got to find an outlet for it. So even while I'm working on my career, I'm still writing, doodling, and whatnot. Uh, in journals, and it gets to a point where the story wins. And for me, it came when I was pregnant with my daughter, I had to sit my little tail down because the doctor said, you have one of two outcomes. If you do not sit down and uh, let's let's take care of you, let's take care of this baby during this time frame." So I pulled out some of my old manuscripts from when I was in high school mm -hmm. and just started writing again. And that, that love of crafting a story, because for me, Romance has always been that thing to make you feel better, make you feel safe and warm. Um, as many, like with many kids, I, you know, my, my parents divorced in my teen years. And that's a hard thing to do to a kid in your teen years because your kids, there's so many pressures, there's so many things going on. Yeah. And then these people who you believe are going to be there for you forever are now having these struggles and they break up and you just, you're losing what like, your identification of what home means. And there's just so many different things and you right. just want to escape. And romance has always meant a happy ever after, no matter how many problems, you know, can come up. These two people are going to work it out and it's going to be a happy ever after. And so I, I'd always been drawn to those types of things. And from a historical sense, I, my mom was very much, she made us read all kinds of things, all, you know, from, from Shakespeare to Wadsworth, all, all these kind of like stuff. And I, from Jane Austen, you know, I'm, I'm loving Pride and Prejudice, I'm loving Persuasion. And then I get to her very last book, which is Sand Denton. And the wealthiest woman in the book is a mulatto woman from the West Indies. And I was like, I've been found. <laughs> The sky is open up now since, and I've been these kind of stories because to me, there is so much of our history that is just not told. Mm -hmm. We are told about the it, briefly now. We were told about the moment we were kings and queens in Africa. Then there's a spaceship that happens because you know there ain't nobody. There were no more black people after that. None. All of a sudden, 1865, they show back up. All of a sudden. Where you been? <laughs> you know, we all we hid away in the cotton fields. It seemed you know, like girl. some people barely admit that, right? That we were right. hiding in the cotton field, and all of a sudden they said, "Hey, time for you to work." What? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like these, you know, from the West, especially in the West Indies, it's got a a a very complicated history because you get the colonization from all the powers. Everybody wants a piece of the West Indies, whether you were Portuguese or Spanish or English, even the Americans, everybody is fighting over the West Indies. And then you have the effects of enslavement. 
-hmm. And enslavement, it differs based on which island you're on. Enslavement in Jamaica is different than Maserat, which is different than Dominica, which is different than the colony of Damaris. So there's like all these little subtleties of differences because people are people right. and things change and happen based on the circumstances of the land. And so um, just just understanding those d different tidbits, it's it, these pieces of history. Let's, I feel like we've been cheated. We've been cheated out of some very rich stories. Mm -hmm better understanding of man when we know the extent of our history. And I think children are able to dream more, dream bigger. If you think that I don't, I can't quite imagine being the Kings and Queens because I don't see that. Right. But everything I hear is enslavement and being powerless and needing a savior to come in to save you from enslavement uh, and not hearing the stories of when we took power, when we were able to make a difference to the lives of not only ourselves and our family, but to communities. Yes. You know, these are the stories of power that need to be told. And so that's where, you know, that's why it's every day, all day long, it's going to be historical. You know, uh, I, I love that. I absolutely love that you do that because like you said, a lot of things we don't know. So we can't even comprehend that. Yeah. Black people being kings and queens. Yeah. Right. And it's just crazy because it reminds me of, um, uh, the Cosby Show, on the on the, we're just talking about the show, the how you're right, how the um there was a, the doctor and the lawyer was married. So a lot of people was like, ah, that's unrelated. It ain't no black people, lawyer and a doctor. I'm like, yeah, there are. It was a lot of wealthy um black people back in the day, like Auburn Avenue, of course, from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply strip was yes. full of lawyers and doctors and judges it's like that existed but like you say we don't know our history so stuff that is common that used to be common is not common to us anymore exactly i mean it just today on instagram I, somebody was showing one of the houses here in atlanta for the the first black millionaire alfonso something or the other and he, they showed his house and it's like Rockefellers we think about. We think about the Kennedys and all these different families, yes. but you don't think about where is where's our lineage? Where's our people been? Right. Because 
we're rich people and, and we've done things and it, we need to be able to see all of it. Yes, definitely. Definitely. See you. I love you, girl. I can sit here and listen, talk, talk, listen to you talk all day. And it's so crazy because my husband, he went to Penn State. So when I say, <laughs> when I say, you know, when else went to Penn State, oh, he's going to just, oh my God, girl, because he's into the whole history thing. I'm, I'm into it too, but I have to have someone kind of explain it to me because sometimes when I'm just reading it, I'm like, okay, you know, unless it's romance. Anyway, you know, <laughs> I have to just be. <laughs> You don't need no explanation there, do you? <laughs> no, not at all, honey. I can read between all the lines, girl. All the yeah, all of them, honey. I'd be like, "What'd you say, Ewan? All and, that." And while you say that, you know, it it needs our interpretation. Yes, yes. That is so different because um, I was reading something. If funny, doing the research, right? I was reading something last night where Jefferson, in this one article. Uh, President Jefferson is referred to as anti-slavery views <laughs> and a fair-minded. And then you go two paragraphs down and he's talking about, well, he did use epithets. See. Use the N-word. Okay. Right. And he owns slaves. How can you reconcile this? Slave. That's what I said. Rather, he was sleeping with him and having babies with him. He owned slaves. It was, you know, we had the argument all the time, which is crazy to me. It's just it's so funny that you said that because I read an article last night about the young lady who uh she was in Central Park and she accused the, the guy of you know I can't even remember the whole story, but it was, it was she was a Karen. Ashley Cooper, I think. Yeah, and so so the charges was dropped because she went to a a, a racist, a bias class. So I said, well, first of all, they got pro well, program. I said, they got programs? And who taught this program? <laughs> like, who is the teacher of the program teaching about racism and being biased to get your charges dropped? Like, really, girl? Maybe the homework was really good. What, what could the homework have been? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just saying. Um, yeah, it. you know, you just got to. Exhale. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta exhale. Um, yeah. And and I think the um the gentleman involved, I don't, I think he didn't want her criminally charged. Right. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, with the advocacy that this was agreed upon that he thought this was that he they they, they got some input as opposed to my cousin has a program, fast step program. You take this and we just waste it up. <laughs> no, I need for us to quit um giving people passes because they think it's okay we keep saying okay it don't matter we, we're gonna we're gonna let you come on home we'll we, we'll be all right master didn't yeah. mean it on the other hand i want to know where you get these jobs from these are <laughs> questions you know there are certain jobs that i would like to see i would like to know hmm then you could teach how to not be racist <laughs> yes i'll tell you they need to have you and Miss Bell to do a. That would be a good class for you guys to teach on the history of black people, racism, the whole hoopla. And if they can pass y'all test, then the charges can be dropped. <laughs> There's gonna be a whole bunch of Karens in jail, Mason Brown with y'all. Okay. <laughs> so Vanessa, here at the Brown Book series, we play a couple of games. Mm -hmm. And one particular game that we play is called Name That Book, where oh. we take all your. Why everybody say, "Oh no, it's your one of your books"? Oh, okay. Oh, oh lord. 
It's one of your books. Okay. Well, we take either a passage or a character or something in that book, and you just gotta name that book. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. The first book. Uh, name that book. This is gonna be easy. This one is easy. I keep every time I say that, the people be like, "Yeah, right, Shay." Okay. Yeah. This one is easy. Name that book. Must you gawk at me, sir, or will you laugh at my pronunciation? Oh, dog on it. <laughs> she was she was upset too, honey. Must you gawk at me, sir? Or will you laugh at my pronunciation? Hmm. hmm. Is it the angry chef? No, but that would have been great. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So could it be precious? It could be. Let's go with the bargain. Okay, let's see. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yes. I forgot about that one. <laughs> we, we're about 23, 25 books in. Oh. Yes. A bittersweet moment. I, that book cover reminds me of um a scene from Hamilton. It does. That book cover is hot. I like that. She was sitting there all. He was all over her. I was like, look at Miss Theodosia, honey. Look at her. Yes. So, Vanessa, you got that one wrong. Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> this, one, right out of here. <laughs> this one is easy. Oh, you say that. No, I'm not, Vanessa, <laughs> if you don't get this one, I'm going to be like, you didn't write this book. Okay. Okay. Name that book. Madeline St. James. Okay. okay. That's Madeline's Protector. <laughs> <laughs> She's not an easy one yet. <laughs> Here's another easy one. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Character. The bargain. The bargain. Okay, before we go over to this next one real, real quick. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's four episodes. Mm -hmm. Why? Was the book too long or did you just, like, what's up with that? I'm going to give you the real, 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 no. real story behind it. Girl, please, girl, please give the story. Girl, what happened? Um, this was a point in my, in early in my career where the browner my stories became, the more difficulty my agent had trying to place them. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, this is back in 2013. If you think on the number in your head, the number of regencies you've seen where the heroine or hero is a person of color, particularly a black woman or a black man, mm -mm. you might do something like this. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, right. Um, I had, you know, and, and the, the thing is my agent tried really hard and there was a question in the marketplace. Would people buy it? Wow. Would people accept a black woman telling these stories in the Regency about black people or even this intersection of black people and, and, uh, other cultures? Because to me, I think that's the greatest tension when you get these different cultures together. Right. Um, so I wrote which was a you know a, a a somewhat of a short story version of the bargain went to RSJ and debuted it and they saw everybody bought the look they loved the cover and they bought the book out and then online it was like a thousand went that week and then then I started getting the emails where the rest of this Vanessa oh oh <laughs> oh <laughs> well you see what it happened was so literally to keep the keep, keep everyone engaged i started writing episodes so it was like episode one two three and four 
Um, and because that was the fastest I could write at that time frame, get it edited, get uh, covers done, get everything done, and still with, be within a window that people could follow the story along. Mm. And so that's why it was originally released as episodes. It's now available as one solid, you know, one complete right. thing together. But that's what happened. Um, it was, uh, you know, it's like you you believe that there's market. You you hear in your head there's a market. God has told you there's a market for it. Mm. But until you see it, sometimes we be like Gideon. <laughs> Girl, don't get me started, honey. You know, so I, I'm very excited. But that that's the episode thing. And then then I just got it's. I've done two two series as an episode. Unveiling Love is the second one that I've done as episodes. And they're both once again all all of them are in a single download now. Yo, that is awesome. I love it. Okay. Cause I was behind, I had questions. I was like that. Is, I love that. I love that book though. I love, well, I love all the episodes. I love it. I was like, this is like a movie. Okay. It should be a movie though. Okay. It should be. Yeah. Name that book. Okay. This one is easy. You ready? Mm -hmm. Passage. I couldn't let go. I needed forgiveness. I needed it now. Okay, I couldn't let go. I needed forgiveness. I need it now. I need it now. Ooh. Uh, that would be an Earl, a girl, and a toddler. No. Maybe. Maybe. It's a girl in there. No, 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 no. Duke, the lady and the baby. It's from your latest release. Vanessa, listen, girl, listen, y'all look. I was like, she just wrote it. What is she doing? <laughs> well, it's only because when you get the, the new one that's coming out in April, oh. the follow-up. Right. The girl, the girl and the toddler, there is yeah. a that's that I, I have to hold on. And folks who've read this one, you'll understand why that threw me for a second. Okay, I get it. Now tell us a little bit about a Duke, the lady, and a baby, and then tell us about the one that's coming up in April. We need to do a, part, a book release party or something, girl. Please do. Please do. Okay. God, we hot on the um, book releases. So, yes. All right. So, okay. here is... And that came out last June, right? Because I think yeah. I bought it in June. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. So, this came out last June. And so, it's the series. Uh, um, it's the Rogues and Remarkable Women. All of the heroines come from the West Indies because I really wanted to showcase West the migration because uh, there is a an intense migration of uh, women, um, uh, mulatto children uh, coming from the West Indies because their parents would send them to England and Scotland and Ireland for education or to marry. And that's Patience's, Patience Jordan's uh, case. She decides uh, she, she marries a man named Colin Jordan. She fell in love instantly because she, you know, she, she's just, they, she was in mourning for her loss of her mother. She fell in love instantly and she gets to England and this man that she thought she knew. Now, everybody knows when you just meet somebody and you think you know them, y'all are soulmates, you know, that ain't going to work out. Um, <laughs> so it didn't work out, but she was committed to try making this marriage work. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, Colin suffers depression and he leaves her while she's pregnant. And then she doesn't hear from him anymore until his crazy evil uncle comes and tells her that he's dead. And he takes custody of the child because during the time frame, the 
fa- the husband's family had more power uh, over your children than you did as a mother. And particularly as a mother, a foreign born mother, you didn't know exactly how the rules were going to happen and they were prejudiced against. Now, is that historically true though? Like, you know, cause I've heard that in different, in different like movies or whatnot. So that is true. That's, that's true. That's true. That's wow. true. Wow. I mean, there's um, you, where everybody knows, you know, like the dowry, your money that's supposed yes. to. Yes. That's the money you're actually supposed to live on if the husband passes. But that money that it's called a dower is administered by the, the husband's family. So once again, if he say goodbye to your credit card rewards, greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply does if the husband's family wants to mess you over they could limit the amount of access to capital and, and, and money that for you to live on uh it's, wow. it's it's very bad during this time frame so the widow's grace which is a secret society that that is the uh the background players in all the books is trying to right the wrongs for women they are trying to uh restore women and one of the women they're trying to restore is patience they actually literally rescue her from bedlam Mm-hmm. And she's on a mission to get her son back, and she's going to do anything to get her son back. Uh, but she's got, you know, she's got baggage. She's, she's the the way that she left things with her mother yeah. is pressing in her her mind, and then trying to fit into what she thinks English society demands of her, and and uh, not being accepted that is weighed down on her, and so she's got nothing to lose now. Yeah. At the time the book starts, she is she's she's going for broke. And you can see the recklessness in what she's trying to do, because she's going to do anything to get her son back and to give him the life that she knows he deserves. That is crazy. And you know what? Your your books, you can actually see it like um, you can visualize it like you can literally see her face and just see the agony in it of her trying to get her son back. It's almost like. You know, took my child. Like, are you serious? She had the attitude of, oh, oh you ain't going to do me. You might do everybody else up in here, but you're not going to do me. And you can just see that. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Miss Patience, you need to change her name because she ain't patience no more, baby. That's kind of like one of So I throw my little internal jokes in there. So the thing is, she's not patient. She's not. <laughs> over and over again, she's not patient. She's not. 
period. Oh my god. Okay, so can you give us a, a just a this quick little snippet, just a little overview of the new book coming out of April. We're gonna have a book release party anyway, but we want just just a little snip snip. Okay, yeah. so for all the girl on top. So mm -hmm. in A Duke the Lady and the Baby, you meet a barrister, um, Daniel Thackeray. Mm -hmm. And Daniel is Lady Shrewsbury's nephew, and he tries to keep his aunt from going to jail and tries to keep the women from going to jail. He's also the one who creates all the paperwork to get these women, if they end up in Bedlam, to get them out. I love and him. <laughs> he is frustrated. At the you know like at this moment in time he is frustrated he's got a precious little daughter that is his entire world it's the the daughter is the only thing that remains of his wife he was mar married to a woman coming from Jamaica whose ship went down um, and the daughter is the one of the only survivors of this shipwreck um, now things are he didn't know she had a daughter and literally as the book starts he's on the docks waiting for her hoping that she's one of the two survivors and they see a black man and they shove a black baby in his hands like you the daddy maury was nowhere around was he probably like, Who no no but he understands that if he doesn't take custody it's a black amore child it's going to be abandoned on the streets or worse sold off into brothels and and depravity and whatnot so he just assumes phoebe forgot to tell him that she was bringing a baby with him and uh he decides he's at to honor phoebe because he really loved her even though they only met through letters you know uh very old-fashioned courtship um that they are going to, that he's in honor of her he's going to raise this child and so then we fast forward back to the the present and everything he's now been elevated to an earl mm -hmm. his uncle tried to do everything under the sun because he didn't want this black boy to inherit but you know that's not gonna happen because Daniel outsmarts everything. So he's inherited, he's the earl, but now he's got a whole new layer of of uh attention on him. So he does he's like the scandal that could potentially happen with the widow's grace. He's he wants his aunt to stop, he's ready to stop. And now this woman from book one, Jamina, is knows that he knows a little bit more about her that he's not saying. Oh. She wants to know why. She's so nosy. Oh. She is. And there's, I think there's a little something going on between them because they always argue in each other's presence. Every book that you have, let me just say, there's a lot of arguing going on. They like the little conflicts. <laughs> I was like, this is cute. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we can't wait to that book. Come I have a little tension, you know, a little tension going on between Girl, them. Girl, honey, tension, honey. The makeup after the tension is beautiful. I'm telling you, it's beautiful. Yes. Now, Vanessa, when you first was published, like how hard was it for you to get published? Um, the very first book, Madeline's Protector, um, it it took, like I said, there was this perception thing. Right. Um, even though Black women have written regencies, uh, Eva Rutland was one who wrote some of the very first um, uh, regencies. For the zebra line, which which is actually which is kind of cool because that's what these books are in the zebra line uh, at Kensington. Um, there was a there's a question in the marketplace: Would the marketplace buy a regency written by a black woman? And then in the second question is: Lo and behold, now there's black characters in these things. Girl, yeah, I know. You know that 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 was a lot. So the first book, um, I just put the faintest hint of color in that book. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was accepted. Was that two one percent? You put. <laughs> yeah, I, went, I went with the one percent. You know, uh, the Spanish cop out. She's you know part. You know, battling part. You know, um, but because I needed to, uh, I needed to prove that. Uh, my book would be published. I needed to prove that I knew my history. Mm -hmm. That book had a lot of things to prove, but there gets to be a point where you need to stop proving and you need to start writing. How about that? Okay. Because all these tests are in your head. Right. You know, and you know, I'm, I'm a put up or shut up. If I believed that I'm called to write these stories, then I'm going to write them. You know, it doesn't matter if a traditional publisher is going to pick me up. I'm going to write them as indie and I'm going to rock them and I'm going to do my best. And I'm going to do everything that I know to make this book shine from editing to cover design uh, to promotions to get the, get it out there. And, you know, it's it's been a wonderful ride. And now my books are traditionally published again. So I'm, I'm what they call a hybrid because I will still do indie books upon occasion. Right. Um, I'm published with Kensington. Uh, Harper Collins, William Morrow. So you know, I, I'm ex I'm excited, and the the way the career has flown has been really great. But yeah, it was it was a struggle at the beginning because trying to align what I'm called to write with the marketplace is sometimes a difficult thing. And so everybody out there, if you're struggling, be true to yourself, be true right. to your stories, because you, that's where your heart is, and that's where you're going to really put the most passionate stories on paper. Is where you're writing what you're called to write. I absolutely love it, honey. All right, Sam, go on, girl. Now, Vanessa, mm -hmm. the next segment in our uh, <laughs> in the Brown Book series is we, okay. This is where I told you we kind of switched it up a little bit on you. Okay, it's normally called Who'd You Rather? Well, okay. we take yes, well, we take the heroes from each one of your books and we pit them against each other, mm -hmm. and we and we you know you tell me who you rather. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't do this one for you. Okay. Because I was like, y'all not gonna do that to Miss Vanessa, honey. Vanessa is we in the church. So we go, <laughs> we will have a uh you know, would you rather the church edition? How about that? Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. Let me put my glasses on, girl, so the Lord can use me. Hold on. There so, we go. There we go. <laughs> all right. And you gotta give us your honest answers. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Look, after this, you probably be like, girl, we should have did the other one. Okay. Who'd you rather? Would you rather fight with the usher to open the door or sit behind a sister in the church with a big hat on? Ooh, I'm torn on that one. Because <laughs> I like to, like, I'll probably go sit behind the sister with the big hat. Because I'm in the hats. Oh, so I'm big hats. Church hats. Okay. I decide the church hats come from the tradition of if you were a free woman, you wore a hat. If you were enslaved, you wore scarves. What? So that's why you see us, that tradition came through and we rock the biggest hats under the sun. Girl, I did not know that. I, I, I discovered that for the second book that's coming out this year, Island Queen. When I was tracking her history, looking at the paintings, that were done in that time frame, they literally point out in a picture, if you see a woman in a headscarf, that's that's her slave or that's an enslaved woman. If you see a woman in a hat, that is a free woman. Girl, let me go ahead and buy me some hats, honey. <laughs> Get the big church hats too. Yeah, yeah, honey. We Pentecostal, so yeah, we've been on big church hats. So I'd be like, really, y'all? Y'all go <laughs> shout and take this hat off. Okay. Now, 
Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather the pastor call out people whose toes he's stepping on? Or would you rather just stare them down and be like, you know he's talking about you, right? I want the pastor to be active. Step on them toes. You want them to step on the toes, girl. Oh, my God. I'll be sitting there like, you know, like you, they said, uh, and those, you had a fight with somebody and you like try not to look at your husbands because they, they, you know, like, I, no, I want to see them call people out. Call. <laughs> Don't call them out. Girl, be fun. I used to be like, ooh, honey, he's stepping on toes in here. Mm. Okay. Would you rather? <laughs> A potato salad at a black church or the potato salad at a white church? <laughs> I'm going with the potato salad at the black church. I don't want no raisins in my potato <laughs> I have tried potatoes, the red potato potato salad. Right. It's okay. You know, it's okay. It's just okay. It's okay. But I'll go with the homies over here because, you know, they're going to look it up. It's going to be creamy. It's going to have the, 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 uh, the sweet pickle in it. I mean, it's going to be all right. <laughs> you know? I'm with you, mama. I'm with you. All right. So this is like uh, whose crew would you be in, okay? Okay. And so we're going to give you the names. I'm going to be like either or. You could be like, nah, I'm rocking with his crew. And you got to tell us why, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Who's crew are you gonna be in? This is the church edition. You ready? Okay. Simon Peter or Matthew? Matthew is the physician. You always need a doctor in the house. Matthew's the physician. No, 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 wait a minute. No, no, Luke, Matthew. Luke, Luke is the Luke, Luke is the physician. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Matthew's the tax guy, the money man. Oh, I'm gonna be Matthew then. <laughs> You always need somebody in your corner who can do math properly. That's when it comes to your court. But Peter is the fighter. You need some bodyguard. No, I'm going to get somebody for that. I'm going to go with Matthew. <laughs> oh, my God. What you find out? That's not the person I would have been. Okay. That's funny. Mm -hmm. Who crew you rocking with? Moses or John the Baptist? Hmm. All right. So we got the Shekinah glory going on up there with Moses and he got the commandments and then John the Baptist out in the woods and then he gets his head cut off. I think I'll go with Moses. <laughs> go okay. with Moses. All right. Okay. I well, think that's a safer choice. You know. I think so. So I went with Moses too. Yeah. I was like, going and we all need the lighting help since we're all zooming. So he, you know, I'm pretty sure he got some. You know what I'm saying? He got that divine. Okay. <laughs> Who crew you rocking with? Noah or Job? Oh, I'm with Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe had a little bit too many plagues, and you know, I pray for you, Joe. But I'm sorry, I don't want to be anywhere near where they coming for you, and it might accidentally hit me. I'm gonna be with Noah. We gonna rock the animals. We gonna see them. <laughs> Boat. We gonna watch that. You know, I'm with Noah. Okay, no, I'm with you, girl. I, I looked at this. I like, honey, I'm just gonna get my stuff going on this little ark, honey. Yeah. No, I've been, I've been the back sugar. I got the yeah. pictures and the horses and stuff. I got them back here. Don't worry about back here. Exactly. exactly. Oh man. Okay, now this one I was torn a little bit. Okay. Who'd you rather, Jacob or Joshua? Jacob's the deceiver, kinda. He's sneaky. Joshua is the right hand man. I'm going with Joshua. I'm going with Joshua. Joshua, Joshua's right hand man. He's gonna he's gonna make sure everybody get through. He is. Now that's what point in Jacob's life you meet him. 
after the coat. Wait a minute. Okay, Jacob, after the coat, after the coat, after the brother threw him. <laughs> That's the coat man. After the coat. <laughs> Are you going to? <laughs> Listen. Because <laughs> before the coat. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Joshua. <laughs> Joshua is the safe, the Josh, safe option. Joshua is the safe option. Here. I'm going with the safe option. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. We're going with okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> a mess. Okay. So we have another um segment here called mm -hmm. Authors Moments. This is so much fun. We almost get we almost winding down. This is a great interview, Vanessa. All right, and so much and so informative. A lot of things we did. Girl, you hooking us up. All right. Pleasure. Author's moments. What's your most urgent priority for the rest of the year? I am working on a manuscript, Mother, Sis Sister Mother Warrior, where I am trying to tell the story of two women who helped shape the revolution. Oh, One is a Joan of Arc character, or uh, uh, and the other is like a Mother Teresa. So you have war and peace, literally. And they are central to one man um, who is somewhat the father of the revolution. And so you see, it's like, who, which side wins, war or peace? Wow. The wife or the mother? Who gonna win? Who gonna win? Who gonna win? Oh, snap. I'm gonna be looking forward to that one. Okay, then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, Arthur's Moments. What are you most grateful for right now in this moment? My readers. I am so thankful that, because, you know, when I started, um, everyone, I don't care who they were, they were like, what? You writing what? Read some things? Because most people don't know the history. They right. don't know we're in England that, we, you know, 20 to 30,000 free Blacks in England during this time frame. No one knows this history. I don't care who you were. Nobody knew this history. We didn't. Or maybe like two people. Miss Bev and maybe a few others. No, that's <laughs> it. I was about to say, yeah, you, Miss Bev, and maybe who? Like two or three other people. Yeah. So for the most part, any reader is like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. And they love they liked it. They, they, loved, they loved it. it. They, they recommended it. and read it. I am so thankful for every one of those. And I want to continue to do you guys proud and continue to showcase us in the best light um in my stories. That is awesome. I love it. Okay. Author's moments. And being a novelist, what did you learn a little too late? What did I learn? That's a very good question. Um, there are always little bits of challenges, right? So you you um, um, you, you always never know how much marketing you have to do. You mm -hmm. have no idea the concepts of, of that. Um, you don't understand sometimes it's hard to 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 do a, a dig a, a clean break okay i'm writing right now not doing social media doing research trying to manage your schedule you don't really understand that um and then the other one is it didn't luckily it wasn't too late for me it was just learning to trust my voice mm. learning to really trust my voice and dig in and to be able to uh, to tell the stories I want to tell, and that somebody and to be willing to take that risk of saying, you know what, somebody out there is gonna like this. Yeah, I can't be the only one who wants to read and see these types of stories. 
That's awesome. Look at you, Auntie. You don't listen. I'm just so happy. I'm so proud that you are that you are an author writing these types of of novels. Like, cause we would never know. And I'm glad that you come on to like platforms like mine and others and just and, and tell your story and educate. Because this was so much this is so informative. Excellent. Excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. So invite me back. Girl, I, <laughs> we got this book release part. I want you to tell everybody about um before we ask this last question, because we're almost at the end of that interview. This is so much fun. It goes so fast when you have good people on. Okay, so the books that are coming up. But first, everybody go and read the Duke, the Lady, a Baby. Make sure you go pick that up. It came out last year, but it's good, honey. It's a good read. It's a good read. Honey. Oh, and the uh the audio is killer. When you hear the Caribbean accents, Bonnie oh. Turpin did it. She did the the Hate You Give and a few other really, really big audiobooks. Who did it again? Bonnie Turpin. Okay. And so she, she did the Hate You Give, and there's like she's done some really big audiobook projects. I was it was the Corona Miracle. The person they, they had originally gotten, something happened and delayed it. And then they were able to scoop up Bonnie Turpin. And she's just done an amazing job. Oh, my God. So you guys got You have to go get it. I'm into audios now. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I read the book. But, it, you know, I, I can listen to the audio. But then sometimes I think I'm weird. I be following along and with, <laughs> in the book. No, that's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, because I just my husband be like, babe, you gotta do one or the other. Why you got your headphones on while you read? And I'm like, cuz then I'll stop it because if I need to reread it because I understand it, hold on. What she said, okay, let me go in. and girl, it's a mess with me reading, honey. My book club people be like, Shay, we're not reading with you. You I, read. I have to read alone. <laughs> okay, and then the book in and that's coming out in April is an Earl, the girl, and a toddler. Yes, I'm very interested in this book. I got to see it. Yes. Yeah, we can pre-order it now, right? Yes, you can pre-order it now. Okay, so we're gonna pre-order that because, honey, when April gets here, I have to read this because I'm concerned. I'm gonna be on the on the ship on the dock too with my hands out waiting on the baby, trying to figure <laughs> out what didn't happen. Exactly. So exactly. and then when you think when you think you know the story. You know that you don't know the story. But no, girl, send me that book. I need to know the story. I can't wait. To <laughs> I need well, to give me your address. I, I I will send you an arc. Thank you. And <laughs> hey, my people, don't call me. I ain't gonna tell you how the story. I need now. I'm confused. And the one after that, the one after that is July. It's my first hardcover. Oh, that's cool. Island Queen, and this is historical fiction coming out from William Morrow, Harper Collins. Um, and this is the the true. This is based on a true life story of a woman. Yes, Island. She she comes from enslavement. She actually buys her freedom and the freedom of her family. And she goes on to be one of the wealthiest women in the West Indies. And her rise, there, there's some controversial things she did um, to get there. And particularly her choices of men, because, you know, she, she one of them was the, one of them is um, a landowner. Another one is a mercantile agent who's trying to set up, you know, a, a, the the connected networks across the, the the world. And then there's that Prince of England, William, who eventually becomes King William the Fourth. That's one of her one of her her men. You said this is a true story. True story that I've 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 written a historical fiction, so I've fictionalized because there's no there's accountings of the dates and things when people meet. Right. There, there's no diaries. Right. There's nothing. Uh, um, King William's papers were actually burnt after he died. Why? I think we know why. 
Ooh. Tell me later. I need to know, girl. Ooh. I okay. think Megan and Harry, you know, there, there was a little something before. Papers. Papers was burnt. That's all I got to say. Yeah. You 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 write about it. You write about it. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So before we ask this last question, Vanessa, this was such a wonderful interview. You are a beautiful person. I cannot wait until you come back and bless us again here the Brown Book series. Like I was like, yo, we gotta give Vanessa. It was like, well, you you know, what about liking? Because we're booked, thank the Lord. But what we what about enjoying ah, I need Vanessa in February, <laughs> Black History Month. I need to know some history. And I just uh, -uh. No, I need, I want I want to talk to her now. <laughs> I was being I was being a brat about it. <laughs> good, 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 good. And we're happy you were a brat about it. Yes, I was a brat about. It. Sorry, team. I was just, I won't be a brat no more. I'm sorry. I love y'all. <laughs> yeah, y'all do a great job. No rocks. Rock. Absolutely rock. Now, Vanessa, tell everybody where they can um they can find you. What's your 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 social media handles, your website? And um, do you have any more interviews going on this week or next week that we can, you know, promote? Because it's all about promoting the authors. I do, but um, you go to my website. My website is central to everything. So okay. VanessaRiley.com, because you know I can't remember. You, you, yeah, you're calling me on my own books, and I'm like. <laughs> but I had you. I got you. That's all I got her. VanessaRiley.com has everything. It has all my, because um, I am active on Twitter. I'm active on Instagram, pseudo active on Facebook. Um, but those are all connections are there. Um, it's also got an events page, so you'll know where I'm coming or where I've been. Like, uh, as soon as if there's video link, I will uh connect this so that people can, or you know, it's linked to, to go and watch this particular interview, too. Oh, so. I'll make sure I see you the link, girl. Hey, yeah, so you know, because I'm I, like I said, I'm very excited to be here and uh. I'm just happy to talk my books and talk great stuff. And you're always fun, Shay. So uh, thank you, Vanessa. You're the best, man. I'm telling you. I was like, oh, I love you guys. All right. The last question of the interview. Mm -hmm. If you were writing a book about your life, what would the title be? What she done done now? <laughs> she done done now. Lord. Or what it happened was. Those are two. Those are two. <laughs> what that, that's you write about that, honey? Because you know, I'll be reading your little, your look. I'll be reading up on Miss Vanessa, honey, and Miss Vanessa be on there. Like, no, that's not the history. Let me go ahead and let y'all know how this really is supposed to be. I was like, ooh, Vanessa, let them have it, baby. Let them have it. Yeah, I, I, I'm very, I, I'm very privileged to do what I do, and I'm very thankful. And I love opportunities like this to be able to talk about books and history. And I, once again, I'm thankful for all the readers and just the opportunities. And and God has just opened doors that I would have never thought. Oh, I absolutely love it. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Thank hold you. one, hold one second for me. Hey, Brownwood Crew. If you like that content, I know you did. I know you did. I know you did. So make sure you subscribe and share. Make sure you subscribe. Um, just hit the hit the subscribe button below. Hit the notification button so you can know when you know we have other interviews. Because, honey, this year, they're all hot. They was hot last year. This year, they're going to be hot until we ain't hot no more. How about that? <laughs> so make sure you subscribe. Make sure you go to Vanessa O'Reilly's website and get everything that she wrote okay just go in there and just get your credit card buy every single thing she wrote that's what you do that's what we need you to do and if you need a little change 
If it's short a couple of dollars because you're trying to buy her book, hit me up. Shay at brownbookseries.com and I got you, okay? I got you. So make sure you do that. Okay, every Wednesday night, every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock, check out the Brown Book Series. We'll be here every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. And after you see me at 6 o'clock, run over to Reese Ryan's channel. Author Reese Ryan, she has a channel. You can just look it up. I want to actually drop everything in the um, description box below. But uh, 6 o'clock here with me. Seven o'clock with the Reese Ryan. I told you she'd be over there with the authors, honey. They have the author to author talk, and honey, it's it's real, real good, girls, real good. And then after that, Iris Bowling. Iris Bowling has Iris moments at eight o'clock every Wednesday. So I have everything in the subscription box below. But make sure you subscribe. Six o'clock, you're here with me, Brown Book. Subscribe. Seven o'clock, you with the Reese Ryan. Subscribe. Eight o'clock, you with Iris for Iris moments. Subscribe. We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.